0: Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlos. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. And if you're watching, welcome to our brand new set. It's Woo-hoo. still in the process of, I guess, evolving. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got some fun and exciting backdrops coming, so uh, stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but show notes first before we head into our, our show today. So, our Evening with Medium events, mm-hmm. um, as you know, we have December kind of out there for sale. We're hoping that it runs. Uh, You can go ahead and purchase tickets. It's for December 4th, 2020 at the Hampton Inn. Mm -hmm. If for whatever reason we need to cancel that event, it is no risk to you. You'll get your full refund. So not
1: to worry. If you want to go ahead and reserve those seats, no risk. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are 10 to 15 minute shows. They're in a series of five shows. They run the first week of every single month, Monday to Friday. We pick a topic on emotional and spiritual growth and intelligence. It's an awesome toolkit and we give it to you. The very first show is always free. It's available at bysarlo.com and the remaining four shows are found at patreon.com backslash Cool, and uh, we are open for business. Uh, we've had a lot
0: of inquiries um, about personal sessions. We are running not in-person sessions, mm-hmm. but we do uh, we conduct them via FaceTime, telephone, Skype, Zoom, and WhatsApp. So, if you are looking to book an appointment or purchase a gift certificate for someone else, that is definitely available to anyone interested anywhere in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest question that we get asked is Are you just as accurate in person as if we are in Australia or in the United States or in Europe? And the answer is absolutely. Our relationship with the spirit world is what matters. Your location does not. Distance. You said in person. So I'm just going to clarify. Oh, we're thank you. we're just as
0: accurate via distance.
1: Right. Yeah. Good. Getting your you. body. <laughs> We got a show to do. Look, guys, I've been channeling for people all afternoon. I have a reason to be out of my body. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. Um, Okay, let's uh, jump right into today's show. Yeah, this is a client story again, and this is not medium. This is um, a person who, I believe it was telephone, and do you want to pick a name? Alicia. Okay. Okay, so Alicia calls, and she asks me after consent, her very first sentence is, do you find missing people? And I said, well, yes, that was in the consent process. That's one of the th- services. And she goes, well, I have a missing person. And my first thought was, well, shit. Then I might have to cancel the appointments for the rest of the day because this usually takes, mm-hmm. like, the rest of the day, sometimes a week, sometimes a month. And I thought, okay, Um, let me just ask the guides what's going on. And she goes, um, can you guarantee you're going to find them? And I said, um, no, of course I can't. And I said, all I can guarantee is that I'm going to try my best. And she says, well, she says, I have a missing person. Let's see what you can do. And I, so I said to the spirit guides, what I always say, what's my very first question, alive or dead? my very first all the time. And so the guide said, oh, he's alive. And I so I said, okay, well, like, what else do you want me to start with? And they said, well, he's six years older than her. And I said, okay, it, it is a male, yes. Is it a family member? No. So it's not related to her at all? No. Oh, then why is she trying to find a missing person? So I'm like, I'm just, you know, curious so you want it out yeah yeah and like what's going on because sometimes people are calling because they're complete strangers but there's reward money and so I'm thinking oh okay I think I need some information and get to get some validations first from the client and see if I really want to if I I don't mean if I really want to do this but if it's ethical to do this mm-hmm. so what's really going on and they said well he's in New York. And I'm like, oh, that's really specific. I like that. I can use that. Where is she? She's in New York. Oh, okay. So they both live there. Yes. Okay. And is he still in New York? Is he still... Because he's a missing person. He's not a missing person. And I'm like, what? She called him a missing person. Well, technically... <laughs> and I'm like, what do you, what's happening? Well... He is a missing person to her, but he's not a missing person. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, hold on." So, what can you tell me about this?" And they said, "Well, he's married and he's with his wife." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I think I'm understanding. She's a girl, the girl, a girlfriend." And they said, "That's right, but he goes missing on her." And so she feels it's a missing person. Genuinely, no. But she's using the term to—I don't know—well, manipulate. Yeah, like I just—that just blew my mind. Hundred
0: percent. And I think for anyone who's listening and is going, "Whoa, why did you jump to manipulate?" Because when you say I have a missing person versus my boyfriend is like not not in contact with me, especially if she knows he's married. Yeah then you are aiming to get empathy out of someone yeah. before you're actually willing to give them honesty. Yes. That's manipulative.
1: Yes. So I started with this. I said, well, let's get some validations out first, Al- Alicia. Alicia? Whatever. Let's get some validations out first to make sure I'm on the right track. I said, is he six years older than you? Yeah, he is. Um, And I said... Um, Does she know you know yet? No. Okay. So I offer some of the information to see what's going to happen and how she's going to behave. And yeah, I'm not stupid anymore after 14 yeah. years of this stuff. And, and I mean, we've learned some big lessons doing this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I eventually got around to saying to her, um, he's, he's alive. That's what I said. And she goes, well, duh, yeah. I know that. And I said, What? I said, then how is this a missing person if you know this person is alive? What else do you know? And I said, now let's clarify, what, what do you think a missing person is? And I said, because if, if this is truly a missing person, then you would have called the police to to record this and to have people search. And then it would be on the news in New York City and it would be on the, and she goes, New York City? And I said, well, I'm being told you're in New York City, and so is he. Oh, she goes, thank you. I wanted to know if he was still here in in town or in the city, whatever you call it. Joe Hurd is yelling, charger double already. <laughs> you know what? Maybe all the other people listening. I think that'll be our next bingo square. I was just going to say, <laughs> charger double on the bingo card.
0: So, <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> for anyone who's like, what? This just means when they give you a really hard time, when they're they're not in their integrity, yeah. and they're treating you without kindness.
1: Yeah. A friend of ours, Joe, would just say, charge them double, because it would fire her up that we were not being cared for. Yeah. And as yeah. in, don't put up with that. Right. <laughs> well, they're making you work twice as hard. Yes. So charge them double, I yes. think is what she'd really say. Yes. So, so, um, I said to her, um, he is in New York city. He has not left the city and this is what she wants to know. So she's just tracking him down. Yeah. And so I said, well, you know what? I said, I have, I have some issues with the integrity here. (laughs) I said, I'm not certain I want to do this for you. And I said, because I'm being told that he's married. No, he's not. That's not true. And I said, no, I said, "Uh, I'm going to stick with the spirit guides. I'm not uh, going with you. And and I'm fully prepared that at this point she could hang up. And I'm thinking, I'm okay with her hanging up. Mm. Some people it's better if they hang up. (laughs) It's okay. As some people would say, just cut your losses and move on with the day. Sometimes that's a good thing. So I said, well, look, I said, the guides are telling me that you know he's married. But he has been dishonest with you. And I said he has told you that he's separated, and she goes, "Yeah." And I said, "He's married, and he's with his partner, and he's always been with his partner." And she goes, "Could you prove it?" And I thought, "Yeah, okay, that's so fair." So just the shift. Yeah, and and God, you could see that, oh, shit, she's been love-bombed, she's been lied to, oh, God, I I get Mm -hmm. the clusterfuck she's feeling. And I don't just mean because it's a she, I mean anybody Mm -hmm. that has been manipulated. I get how confused you feel. I don't understand her manipulation of me as a result of it because she could have had the information being honest. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, maybe that hasn't been her experience, though. Yeah. Because if she's used to not being able to talk to her friend group or her family about yeah. her relationship with a married man, then yeah. she's used to having to do part truths or partial truths. Beautiful.
1: In order to get what she wants and or needs. Kelly, this is what comes up later in the session as on mm-hmm. page two here of the notes As to when she says, what was I supposed to learn out of this? Great. And you've just, you've skipped. I've had two coffees. (laughs) I'm efficient today. (laughs) So call her. (laughs) Thank you. Karen's not so efficient. (laughs) She has to ask the spirit guide. No. Kelly just gets it done. (laughs) Okay. So they come through and say he's married. And then she she puts up the fight of no. But I understand the fight for no. She's not being an ass. Mm-hmm. She's been told no. And I said, well, hold up a minute. I said, let me ask the guides for something. So I said to the guides, come on, give me something. <laughs> Just give me anything that's going to help her. She's suffering. Let's go here. And so, and I don't mean I'm harassing the guides. It sounds like I am. And um, one of the spirit guides said, well, he says he works real estate. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? He says he works it. What? And they go, well, he says he works real estate. And it's his excuse then to say that he has really erratic hours, that he can disappear at, the, at, at a short notice. I got to show a house. I just got a call. He can pop up and leave. But he's popping up and leaving to go back to his wife. And and she, anyway, well, oh, I was going to skip something. I better not. So he, he just pops up and disappears randomly, but he says it's work. And because it's real estate, she believes it because she doesn't really understand, geez, why would that be on a Sunday morning at nine? Well, I have to show a house, hon. And, and so he just goes and she thinks, okay. So she's honestly like truly believing that this is a job, but he's not in real estate. He's in construction. Not good. Sorry, go ahead. What were you going
0: to say? I'm trying to piece two different thoughts together. This is going to come out really judgmental, so just bear with me for a second. There is a look to a real estate agent. I know. And a look... To a construction worker, and I don't mean about. Oh no, I totally get what you're gonna um, where you're going. It comes out here. Yeah, and I, I'm thinking literally just of the hands oh, alone. I get it, and the the cracked the the workers' hands. Right? This this is important because this is where she challenges him. Also, before we move forward, show me your face on a sign on a lawn. Like I feel
1: like that's a really public thing to lie about. Well. That's fair, because some real estate companies post the faces of real estate agents, and others don't. So I get what you're saying. And mm-hmm. he would have business cards. So I understand that this does not add up. I get it. And yeah. this is part of what comes out, again, on page two, is that she had a million signs and that just, he wasn't in real estate. It's like wearing a suit all day? But this is part of it, is that... He doesn't look the part. There's so much in here. There's another okay. story in here that's just ridiculous. Oh, fuck. But she, she's getting this pointed out to her, and she's going, yeah. Like, I asked that. I said, like, why do you... Ha- wh- what are these boots? Oh, well, I went over and I helped my friends. Like, he has an answer for everything. And he also attacks. Of course. So if she, if she questions... Why are your hands dirty then? What, what what are you doing? What are you doing? You think you own me? Like he he does the and this is the verbal abuse stuff that she just doesn't understand. But but she kind of knows what the hell it is. She doesn't know the terms for it. She doesn't know the motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand how to deal with the conflict and that's why he picks her. Because she doesn't have an emotionally intelligent toolkit. To deal with any of it. And I fully understand the listeners are going to go, well, she's pretty stupid. Well, but not because if your confidence is
0: that shaken and you've grown up with similar relationships or similar models of relationships, then you're just doing what you know. hmm and, and I'll say this too, how many people have come out of relationships where they've been hurt and they've had to pep talk themselves into, okay, I'm going to put myself out there again and I'm going to trust until I'm given a reason not to. And so you convinced yourself to give someone the benefit of the doubt.
1: Yeah. Like, this is all page two again, that she has this kind of history. It's awesome what you're doing. Because I'm telling the story on page one and you're doing page two. Yeah, maybe we'll just use one battery today. (laughs) Eat our curry. Early. early. (laughs) So the guides are really good to provide her with, yeah, but this never added up for you. He said real estate and he's not in that. He came home dirty and in work clothes and, and he did come home sometimes. He said he never wore a suit to work but that he would have casual clothes. And that was the that was his thing. But there's another one in here that's just unbelievable that the guides gave me. And thank God they did. Because the guide said, he also arrives in two different vehicles. Oh. And it's like, two different vehicles? What do you mean? And she goes, yeah, no, that's true. Could you explain the two vehicles? Is one a minivan? No. That's good. It isn't. There are no children involved here. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah, there's there. He's not. He doesn't have kids, and that was another validation for her. He, the guide, said he did not have children. She validated that. Um, they talked about the fact that she questioned the, his job, and that it didn't jive with what he said. But he attacked back. He made excuses. He said he was helping friends with their houses, but she never got to go to the friends' houses. And the the other one that they gave had to do with the vehicle. And I said, he has two vehicles. And he tells you that the second vehicle is the real estate company vehicle. They don't have a vehicle for a real estate company. Each, Each person, each agent, or whatever you call it, real estate agent, has their own vehicle. They don't have a company vehicle. So she had questioned, well, whose car is that? Well, it's his wife's, and, but he he figured out at the beginning of the relationship, oh, shit. Um, I was going to go over to my girlfriend's house. My, my wife went out to go to see a friend. Jesus, she took my car. I have to take hers. What am I going to tell my girlfriend? So he was prepared for all of these stories. Yeah. It's Who just- has the fucking energy for this? Oh, he does. He has tons of energy for shit. He has tons of energy for bullshit and drama. And again, on page two, this is a pattern for her that she always picks men who create tons of drama for her. Where she doesn't, she has every reason not to trust them, but her her desire to please, her desire to be loved, her desire to be married and in a relationship. Is so big that she can't see the truth, or just sit in it and say, "You know what? This isn't adding up. I'm an adult. This isn't adding up." Mm-hmm. She can't. She can't get herself to feel adult enough to say, "This just doesn't add up." You're showing up in different cars, or you're you're. You'll never let me go to your house. You always have to come to mine. Like there, there was just messy things here that the guides would say, "Yeah, but what about this?" And she'd go. Yeah, I questioned him, but again, the guides would say that he would she would question it, but that they that he would come back with attacking her. And so all he had to do was do that for yeah. a good solid weekend and she was done attacking. She was done asking. She just took it because she was so exhausted and so destroyed with the constant attacks. And then He just wouldn't pay attention. He wouldn't talk to her. He would withhold. He would avoid her. He just treated her like a piece of shit. And so this comes out in terms of that she's been through this with men before. So it's easy enough for him to get away with it really early in the relationship. He doesn't have to love bomb this girl for a year. He only has to love bomb her for a couple of weekends. And then the shit hits the fan. Mm -hmm. And then he's fine. He's fine with that. And so is she, Hmm. even though she's not happy, she's angry. um, She'd rather be angry and unhappy and with a man than not with a man and happy. How's that for a math equation? Exactly. Then Alicia starts to ask me a whole other kind of group of questions. And she says things like, okay, I want to switch it up a bit. Does his wife know about me? Yes. Yes. And you hear her gasp. Are you sure? And I said, well, the answer was yes. I don't know what else to tell you. I can't can't say yes and then change my mind, because you don't like the answer. If it's yes, it's yes. And she goes, "Okay. Does she know my name? Yes. Does she know my phone number? Yes. Can she contact me? Yes. Does she know where I work? Yes. Does she know what I look like? You bet she does. Does she know that I'm an affair then? Because she doesn't think, she didn't think she was an affair, Kelly. No, if you thought they were
0: separated.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that she makes thought sense. he had left her, that he had, I, I was staying with her friends. He changed his, his story. So I don't even want to go down that road of how he said he was staying with different friends. Like it's just chaos. Mm. And I said, um... She does know about you, and I said, when he gets text messages from you, he reads them immediately and deletes immediately. But she sees him doing things like that and deleting the messages, and that's the key that she knew he was having the affair. Because when a friend texts you, you don't delete it immediately. You might delete it at the end of the day, you might delete it in an hour, but you don't consistently, Mm -hmm. every single time they text, delete it immediately. Not, er- not every time. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it every single time. Right? Yeah. So she just sits there, the, the wife, and confronts him and says, there's an affair. I'm not asking you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that person that says, are you, and take your bullshit. I know you are. So let's just have the discussion. It's her or me. What are you doing? So the wife is the one that actually ha- confronts him And doesn't let things slide and doesn't let his abuse derail her. But that's because she dishes out the abuse just as much as he does. And so Alicia says to me, okay, does she plan on hurting me?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: That's that, yeah. Yeah. Like my heart sunk when she asked that question on a personal level Mm -hmm. of what you must be feeling. Um, i Fucking shit my pants. Yeah. Like, uh, like my I, my heart, personally, I felt sick to, when she asked that, that she feels that way, that she has now become an affair instead of, I'm his new partner, and we're moving on with life, and that he just, um, he ghosted her. Mm-hmm. He just decided one day, he was walking out, not going back, doesn't tell her, doesn't explain it, doesn't want to doesn't want to do anything and just goes back to his wife and says, I told her and I'm done. And he has no feeling, no remorse, no nothing for Alicia, nothing. He just wipes her out. And that's a hard mes- message to say to somebody. And she says, is he coming back? No. Does he think about me? You, Yeah. And, and I, I think... I think people can really identify with this and not judge her, Mm -hmm. but think, well, do they, when they do something like that, what's the answer? Do they actually, do they actually feel any remorse? Do they actually want to go back? Do they regret staying with the wife? What, like, what, like, I, I get that. I Mm -hmm. get where her head is going just in terms of how can he have done that to me? I was in the relationship. And he told me how much they fought and how they he screamed at her. Well, as soon as she made that comment, the guides jumped all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. And then the session really changed. And I mean, I felt like she had three sessions within a session. Yeah. <laughs> because it went from her and him to he's moved on, so what about me? Um. And what about him and his wife to okay, so what do I have to learn from this? Which I thought was super interesting that she got through that that quickly. Mm -hmm. Which is why we're doing a podcast. Because I thought how she handled herself that fast in one session was remarkable. Mm -hmm. I, I really do think that was resilience. And I really thought it was worth people hearing that not every affair, every woman or man who is the affair, was aware they were. Oh, yeah. And that they are not bad people, that they did not steal the husband or the wife from the spouse at all. Mm -hmm. There was no stealing. It was simply they really thought this was an available single person Mm -hmm. and that they were starting a new relationship and that um, she's not to be hated. Um, by the ex-wife, although maybe that person has her own stories or her own feelings about someone a husband or a partner has an affair with, right? It's easy to say, I hate them, instead of, I hate what my partner did to me. Or what the two of us became. Yeah, and how we got there in our journey, Mm -hmm. which is really cool because when she said, is she going to hurt me? The guides, you know, after a pause and listening to her spirit guides, her spirit came back and said, no, I have no intention. This is on my husband. And this is on our marriage, not you. And it was like, well, then why does she know about me? Well, because she wanted to know she wasn't crazy. Mm -hmm. She wanted to validate that what she knew about their marriage and her husband was true. And that she is choosing to stay with a liar and a manipulator. And that's her, that's her stuff. Mm-hmm. She needs therapy for her own reasons as to why you pick that kind of person and say, let's hang in there and see if we can fix them. Well, and maybe not.
0: Or no, I, I think maybe some people, not. Some people in that position, I won't say the woman's, I just mean in this story, the wife, yeah. Yeah. Um, would love that their abusive partner had an affair because it is the ultimate thing I can hang over your head for the rest of your life.
1: Yes, so I am going to stay with you because right. I've got total control now. Yeah, and it might also be that it gives me the per- permission then when I have my affair, I'm just going to get back at you. Yeah, it's my trump card every time. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm glad she asked the question. I'm glad Alicia asked the question what his wife's intention is because the wife's intention is not to punish her. It's to actually just deal with it in the marriage. Mm-hmm and what she does with it in the marriage is just their business and it's no longer Alicia's. And then we move to the next stage in the in her session as I said where she said, "Karen, I know you do soul contracts." And I went, "Yes." And oh no my god. Oh my I my my eyes just wanted to like bulge out of my head and my heart grew three times <laughs> the size. Because this is the moment in the session that there's hope and that there's love. Oh, go ahead. But also integrity. Because oh, the yeah. very
0: first part of the session was, yeah. I don't know if I want to do this because of integrity purposes. Yes. When she was in the mode
1: of, I will manipulate. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the guides then went through these stages with her of, you manipulate people too, mm-hmm. and so does he. That's why this was a match. And you might not see that you've hurt Karen in this, if that's a qu- a quick little example in this session, that you asked to find a missing person when you knew damn well he wasn't a missing person, um, that you manipulate people too. You knew he wasn't a missing person, and yet you framed it that way to me intentionally. You knew that. And I said, so you purposefully manipulated me. And I said, you didn't apologize and you, you didn't own up to it. And I said, and that is exactly what he did. He manipulated you, doesn't apologize, doesn't own up to it. So I said, in reality, this is a good match. And she goes, it's a good match. And I said, well, yeah, because you're dishing it out. He's dishing it out. He's dishing it out to you and you dish it out to other people. And I said, so You know, now you know how it feels. And I said, this is an opportunity for you to learn. This is his pattern and it's your pattern. And it's the same pattern. So then she said, Kate, can you, can you tell me like more of the lessons? And I said, yeah. I said, um, that in and of itself requires therapy. And I said, so she goes therapy for me. And I said, 100%. Absolutely, you need therapy when you're behaving that way. I said, because that that indicates a lack of maturity. Mm -hmm. And I said, to think that you have to manipulate people in order to get what you want. And I said, Alicia, I fully understand that that might be how you've been parented or how you've been raised by your parents. It could be what you're watching on TV. It could be watching what's in the movies or in your friendship groups or how you get ahead to get in 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 work environments i understand it's it's everywhere in life but that doesn't make it healthy and i said so you're you're participating in an unhealthy pattern that's that causes pain and i said so you cause pain for others and now you're understanding it because you have to feel the pain yourself and i said and so this is why you need therapy you need other tools because a therapist, a good therapist will give you more mature tools to get through life than manipulation. That's that's a tool, but it's not a good one. So she goes, okay, what are the other, what are some of the other lessons? And I said, well, I said, when I asked the guides, I said, one of the main ones is that um, he told you point blank that he screamed and yelled at his wife. And that's, that's verbal abuse. And Yet you thought that was okay to be in a relationship with somebody who flat out abuses people and admits it and has no intention of going to therapy to change it. And she went, oh, shit. And I said, and you think that he's just saying that because his wife deserved it. But you don't deserve it. You'll be a good girl. So if you don't deserve it, he'll never do it to you. But that keeps you in the trap of, but I can't upset him, so I can't really confront. And that suited his purpose. So he told you specifically about abusing his wife to let you know. And I said, so as a result of that, there's another really good reason you need to seek therapy is to be able to say, this is, this is the guy I thought was good. This is the guy I really thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with, and that was a great guy. And he absolutely verbally abused people and told me he did it. So why did I just think that was okay? And I think this is important because we can be at home having supper and hear our spouse say how they abused a coworker and think nothing of it because it's the coworker, not us. We can hear our spouse or someone in our family or a girlfriend or a guy friend at a, in, a, in a group brag about being a bully and think, that's funny. Ha ha. And we all laugh. Have another beer. And move on with the conversation in the evening and not think, dude, that's abusive. What are you doing? And call, that, call them out on that. Or maybe you don't and you just find another friend group that doesn't tolerate that. Mm -hmm. so it got pointed out to her that she was okay with unhealthy people and unhealthy patterns and that in order to come out of all of that was going to require work but that there was help to do it that there were mentors to do it whether you, if you are therapy like therapy, mentors like all kinds of different things for her that she's not alone in doing that and a very sad thing happened at that point. And she said to me, what for? Why bother? Hmm. And I said, what do you mean, sweetie? And she goes, why bother? She goes like literally you're taught you're you're describing like my family and my friend group and my coworkers like it's my life. She goes so like why bother? Like I I I'd, I'd go get all healthy and spend thousands of dollars and like what for? And I said for new people. For new friend groups, for a new job, for new for new coworkers, for an, a new environment where it's all healthy, for a new partner, for your own children, mm-hmm. um, like th- that, there are all kinds of healthy people. They're they're out there. There are seven billion people on the planet. It's not all seven billion that are that are unhealthy. There are plenty of healthy people that are worth doing it for. But above all of that, you're worth doing it for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she goes, oh, that just sounds cheesy. That just sounds, you know, just the thing to say. And I said,
0: did you hear the rest of the session? Do you think we say just the thing to say?
1: We are not in that business. I agree. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I said I,
0: I said to her, well, shit on cliches. That's going to be another bingo square.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, I like that. And I said to her, well, I said, that's, that's a form of abuse. I said, that's called being dismissive. And I said, so you're just dismissing information. I said, which is part of your patterns that you dismiss which just what you don't want to pay attention to? So you can stay
0: in unhealthy patterns.
1: Yeah. And she goes, so what you're doing for me is pointing out my patterns. And I said, yes, that's, that's one of these gifts is to speak to the spirit world and point out your patterns. And she goes, so you do it like therapy? And I said, no, I don't. I don't do it like therapy at all. And I said, and I'm not a therapist. That's why I'm suggesting you go. Mm-hmm. Because I can't do anything that the therapists are going to do for you in that regard. There are certain things that are within my ability. And I simply and clearly know where it's what's not my job. Mm-hmm. And where someone else goes and gets educated for that and has the toolkit to give that to you, and I said you need them as well. Mm-hmm. So that was the end of this session, and I thought it was a story worth saying. Yeah, I, I there's just I thought this was packed. Mm-hmm. And I and I this was a recent, fairly recent. I have not heard from her again. I don't know where she's at. I don't know if this is going to be a follow-up. As you know, you and I don't always know, even if they say, I'm going to call you back. Some do, some don't, of course. Um, I sure hope that she chooses therapy and to educate herself. And, And that was, I forgot that. That was one of the things that the guide said, that whether she chooses therapy or not, um, even though they're leaning towards it, obviously, that she needed to educate herself and that they pointed out podcasts, YouTube videos, TED Talks, uh, books, um, just going in and finding healthy people, looking up who mentors, who has courses online, yeah. for confrontation skills. there was a just there were tons of resources for her and or directions at least. Mm-hmm. to To listen to some other people and to make it just part of her daily life because she goes, well, it uh, sounds like I'll never get healthy enough. And I said, that's your dismissiveness again uh, of saying that it's just too much time or, or too hard. I said, that's a pattern. Remember they said that you will constantly dismiss what you don't want to have to deal with, but it leaves you in a shit show of drama with somebody all the time relationship after relationship. And I said, I'm being told you're in your thirties. And she goes, yeah, I'm, I'm 30. I think she was like 31 or 32. uh, She was early thirties. He was late thirties. And, um, I said, if you live to be 90, (laughs) you have roughly 60 years. If you spend even one year or two years seriously seeking therapy and education and go hard or whatever, you could change the whole course of the next 59. It is so worth it. Mm -hmm. But if people don't hear it that way, they think the work ahead of them today is too much or this week. They don't think in terms of, yeah, true. If I live to be 90, I've got 60 years. It's the same with fat loss. It's the same
0: with flexibility, right? People don't attend yoga because they can't touch their toes. Well, if you started today and just bent over and hung, you maybe (laughs) might be able to touch your toes in a year from now if you did that twice a day, every day. Right. And it's not hard
1: to do one thing today. Right? Because after a month, you're closer to your toes and you see success and and then you get excited to do it.
0: Yeah. And then you have 60 years of being able to touch your toes. Yes. 60 years of bragging, I am good at that.
1: Yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, her session about her missing person, (laughs) if we go back to the very beginning, hi, I have a missing person. You know, the missing person here is her. Mm. Oh, that just got deep. Yeah. You know, she's searching for a missing person. And I said to her, you know, like a little, I said, I hope, you know, this doesn't cross the boundary in saying it. But I said, the missing person isn't him, it's you. And, and that's why therapy, that's, that's why sinking deeply into conversation with somebody who's got tools to help you um, will help you discover who you are. And then you won't be focusing on the next guy, you'll be just focusing on that there's a life to be lived here and that men and partners and different kinds of relationships with healthy people are going to be a a lot easier on you than the unhealthy people.
0: Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for your hard work. Oh, you're welcome. Sometimes it's just hard doing yeah. the session
1: once, and then to retell it is just a whole other, yeah. Effort. Well, Kelly, I also know that for you and I, this is not an uncommon session. No, that well, the missing person, was a little, well, yes, yeah. how she handled it was really, but there's all variations of how she handled it. Yeah, and she handled some of it really badly, and she handled some of it beautifully, and and I think that's why I love this. I can say the same about myself in my own life. And and me too. And, and and I don't ever want people to hear the podcast or watch us on YouTube and think, oh, they've so got their shit together. No. <laughs> we don't. We've been through our own shit. We have a fridge magnet that says, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I'm damn good at it. <laughs> Um, no, we have our own issues, mm-hmm. and, and we, ha- we have our own reasons to go to therapy, and we have our own reasons to listen to the TED Talks and the podcasts, and you, if, if they hang in here and listen to the shows, and the people who have hung in here for years and listened to our shows know how hard we do work, mm-hmm. because we do bring all those professionals on and we share them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we want them to be able to say, hey... Um, I'm Patricia Evans or I'm Susan Forward and I have the skill set and present it on our show and say, we are out here. See, we're proving it. Karen's not a liar. We really do exist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Therapy is good. Because some people have an experience with a therapist that isn't good and then just quit on one. And I like to say to those people, oh, well, then I guess you're done with men. I guess you're done with women, because if you've had one bad experience, you got done, didn't you? Well, no. And it's like, well, then? Pull up your big girl panties. Exactly. You pulled up your big girl panties to get back out and date and see if you could find another guy or another girl. You try it again, or you got another girlfriend. You've lost one girlfriend or guy friend, but you got another one. It's the same thing when you're trying to find a therapist. They They can't all be good, just like anybody in any field can't all be good. That's just life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's also maturing. Good. And that's that creates resilience to say, yeah, I know they're going to be good and bad. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm resilient. If you're not good, I'll, go, I'll find someone else. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a couple of show notes before you
0: guys kind of hit the, the end button or move on to the next podcast. Uh, some exciting news. So... One thing that we forgot to mention is that in our newsletter that went out on Wednesday this week, if you're a part of our, our Mailchimp newsletters, is that uh, the public now has our bingo card, our first Ooh. bingo card. Yeah, yeah. And we're hoping that people will play along with us. Um, we're going to have ours printed out and laminated so that we can play along potentially with each other. We might not do it perfectly, but hopefully you guys <laughs> you guys will engage in that. Um, to just to make it more fun, more engaging. Yeah. We know some of you listen in the car and on the move. So it's okay. But, um, if you are at home with your coffee and tea, then you can kind of go along or place your chips. That'll be, that'll be fun. The other thing too, pardon me, I just smacked my funny bone. (laughs) Um, the other thing too is, uh, we are offering, as a celebration of our one-year anniversary on Patreon.com, we are offering a gift to all of our listeners that mm-hmm. if you are not already on Patreon, but you would like to give it a try, if you sign up before August 31st, pardon me, on or before August, or pardon oh, let me start over. <laughs> If you sign up before September 1st, so the deadline is the end of day, August 31st, then we're going to offer a free month um, as you join Patreon. Nice. Yeah, and for our patrons who are like, well, shit, I've been with you since the beginning. What's in it for me? We're putting all of you in a draw for a free half-hour session, uh, one with Karen, one with myself. Yeah. Stay tuned. We will do the draw on September 1st. Um, we're celebrating each other and our experience together, but mm-hmm. um, involving everyone in that celebration. Mm-hmm. So if you have questions about that and you don't know how to do you know, or go about signing up for what we're talking about, you can always reach out to us at info at um, and I will respond to help you with that. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Anything else you wanted
1: to add? Oh, I just wanted to say thank you for doing that. Yes. I know that's, uh, you know, we like to let our people know who's doing different jobs, mm-hmm. and that's your job. So thank you very much. Mm, and congratulations
0: on a year. Ah, uh, yeah so exciting yeah cool um, so thank you to all of our listeners if you have questions or comments about today's show you can email us at info at um, and thank you wherever you're tuning in from if you're watching if you're listening we're so glad that you made it um, just a reminder that we are now on Spotify so that if it was your favorite podcast platform to listen from you can kind of move over there um, and we definitely encourage you to subscribe to whatever platform you like engaging in Have an excellent weekend.